As we wrap up the current school year, our thoughts turn to summer holidays and a very well-deserved break. However, a small or big part of our mind is already thinking about the upcoming school year and what we can do to make it better or different. This podcast episode is for all the educators teaching early years next year who are wondering how to start the new year off in the best possible way. Keep listening. I've got four practices to save your sanity and set you up for success. Welcome to KG Education's Cultivating Connection podcast, enlightening conversations and guided meditations to inspire and connect educators. I'm Leah Oback. And I'm Devin Caldwell. We're the Kenton Girls, and together we make up KG Education. Through interviews and self-care practices, we'll share our passion for professional learning, wellness, and community to cultivate connections for educators everywhere. We believe that teachers are stronger and more impactful educators when they're connected and cared for, and it's our mission to support you with teaching, technology integration, and teacher wellness. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and our website at kgeducation.ca. Connect with us. We'd love to hear from you. And now for the most recent episode of our podcast. Welcome to a brand new episode of Cultivating Connection. This is Devin, your host for today, and you'll probably notice that I'm all by myself. If you follow us on social media, you'll know that Leah has a far more important job right now, welcoming their new little one into the world. So stay tuned on our social media to find out more about Leah's new little bundle of joy. Those of you who have followed along on my journey know that I'm an early years teacher, a resource teacher, as well as a PhD candidate and sessional instructor at Brandon University. I've been in the classroom a long time and teaching kindergarten is my passion. If you are new to kindergarten or feel like you need a little boost or a refresh on your classroom practice, I invite you to learn with me for a couple of hours this summer. I'm offering a two hour webinar featuring my best tips and tricks for setting up your classroom and teaching little ones. It will be fun and interactive and jam packed, I promise. You'll get the essentials of teaching kindergarten, including setting up your classroom, what you need and what you don't, starting the year off right, meeting families and students, the first day of kindergarten, developing your kindergarten schedule, establishing rules and routines, communication with families, play, classroom management, a time for questions and answers, and so much more. If you can't attend live, sign up anyway, and you'll receive a link to the recording later. I'm offering this Kindergarten Essentials webinar on Thursday, July 28th at 10 a.m. CDT. You can register by heading to kgeducation.ca slash webinar. And now for the reason you're here, four practices to save your sanity at the start of the year in an early years classroom. We know that September in a kindergarten classroom is a time like no other. One of my good kindergarten teacher friends always used to say, kindergarten is yucky until after Halloween. And there's definitely some truth to those words. Any kindergarten teacher will tell you that introducing first time students to the school setting is challenging. It's an incredibly important time for you and your little ones. Starting the year off on the right foot will set all of you up for 10 months of rich and productive learning experiences. I find that too often teachers are worried about academic outcomes from the first week of school, 
And no wonder, there's lots of pressure to boost literacy and numeracy achievement. Instead, I believe that time invested in developing strong routines, procedures, and classroom community will pay huge dividends down the road in your classroom. In today's episode of Cultivating Connection, I have four suggestions for setting appropriate expectations, keeping your little ones moving, and creating a calm and happy classroom atmosphere. Tip number one, frequent movement breaks. At the start of the year, I maintain that a kindergarten child should be able to sit and focus for five minutes, one minute per year of age. I'm not sure where I got this notion from, but it generally seems to hold true. So when planning activities, don't require your children to sit and be still for longer than five minutes at a time. If they seem engaged, you can begin to stretch it out, but watch closely for signs of fatigue and restlessness. What do we do for movement breaks in my kindergarten classroom? I love action songs and games. Sing the songs yourself or play them on YouTube. Of course, Go Noodle is always a great option too. However, I find that sometimes I lose my class while I'm logging back into the computer and finding the activity I want. Action songs need to be quick and easy. Usually I just sing them myself. A game of The Farmer in the Dell or Ring Around the Rosie works well for a fun movement break too. Yoga. Grab yourself a set of yoga cards and keep them nearby. Depending on the length of the movement break, every child can choose a card or maybe the special helper picks five cards. Go through the deck and eliminate the cards you don't want to do in your classroom. Headstand, not a good idea. Hold up the cards, demonstrate the pose, and let everyone give it a try. Yoga is non-competitive and promotes balance, strength, and calm. And I'll put a link in the show notes to the deck of yoga cards that I use. And I just ordered them off Amazon. One pose per card, nice illustrations, works really well with young children. You can always do action counting. Jump five times as you count out loud, march 10 times, pat your knees three times, you get the idea. Move around the classroom. I like to have multiple instructional areas set up in my classroom. I've always had one at the smart board and the other one at the circle. We also have our table spots. Throughout the day, we move frequently from one area to the next for quick and easy movement breaks. I cover my eyes and challenge them to move so quietly that I can't hear them. Then I make a big fuss that they mustn't be listening because I can't hear a thing. They love it. I feel a bit silly. And it provides excellent practice for moving around the classroom quietly. Math games. I post the numbers zero to 10 around the classroom in random places. For a quick movement break, I'll give each child a 10 frame or dot pattern card and they have to find the numeral it matches and stand in front of it. A few rounds of this strengthens number recognition and provides some much needed movement. And you can also do this with the letters of the alphabet and picture cards. Okay, tip number two for starting your year off successfully, use a visual schedule. Consider setting up a visual schedule in your classroom to bring order and strengthen routines. Not only is a visual schedule a recommended practice for supporting students with exceptionalities, it is incredibly helpful for most learners. A visual schedule uses pictures and symbols to order the events that are happening in the classroom that day, and after each activity is completed, you take it out of the chart or move the arrow to the next activity. My students rely on it and reference it throughout the day to see when a favorite activity is scheduled. If you have a speech-language pathologist who is willing to help, they are a great resource for developing visual schedules in BoardMaker. Otherwise, you can photograph activities and use real pictures, source copyright-free clip art off the internet, or use Canva to make a visual schedule. 
I often will add Velcro to the back of them and attach them to the wall, or just slip them in and out of a pocket chart. I build this visual schedule before the children arrive in the morning and we review it at morning circle. It can also be really useful to just hold up the picture for the activity that is happening next. Instead of talking, walking silently around the room and showing a picture can be really effective. I find that this practice is helpful for students with special needs as it limits the opportunities for arguing and minimizes language. Sometimes as teachers, we just talk way too much. Okay, tip number three, develop a calm classroom atmosphere. Kindergarten classrooms can be busy, noisy places, as they should be, but calm and quiet times are needed too. How to accomplish this? Insist on quiet before instruction. There are countless ways to prepare students to listen. One, two, three, eyes on me. One, two, eyes on you. Or my personal favorite, crisscross applesauce, hands in lap, ginger snap, lip zipped, cool whip. So find one or two that work for you and your students. If you even look on Pinterest, there are all kinds of attention getters and you can mix them up from time to time to keep things fresh. Take the time to practice what good listening behavior looks like and why it is important. Offer lots of praise. Breath work. To help regulate our bodies and emotions, we take part in different breathing activities throughout the day in kindergarten. Breath work can be as simple as a few deep breaths in through your nose and out through the mouth, and both you and your students will feel more relaxed. In fact, I always maintain that breath work in the classroom is more for me than for my students. You don't need to be a yoga teacher to lead breath work in your classroom. There are some great videos on YouTube and some nice resources on Amazon as well, and I'll link some of those in the show notes. Minimize classroom clutter. I like to cover my shelves with fabric or curtains, turn off the fluorescent lights and add some mini lights or lamps, and get rid of the glaring primary colors everywhere. I haven't thoroughly looked into the research on this, but I know that my room feels calmer and more soothing since I made these changes, and there's always more to come. Um, I think we're really conditioned to think that uh, a beautiful kindergarten classroom is one that's really decorated, but I think we need to have less stuff. And don't forget about the power of soothing music. Work with your students to develop a calm, quiet playlist that can play in the background during quiet activities in the classroom. The music itself can become a signal to the children for when it's time to be calm and quiet. Fourth and final tip, schedule lots of play and small group activities. We begin and end our day in kindergarten with the recommended 60 minutes of play per day. And if you need to justify this to anyone, the Council of Ministers of Education of Canada actually have an official statement on play where they recommend 60 minutes per day. It's a fun and easy way to start the day and children separate more easily from their family members when they can take part in a preferred activity with their friends. We play for 30 minutes in the morning and closer to 40 minutes at the end of the day. In September, my little ones are so exhausted that play is about the only thing that keeps them going until the end of the day. I integrate lots of small group activities throughout the day as well, such as math games. Simple dice games are easy to teach and fun to play. They provide an opportunity to strengthen skills such as subitizing, one-to-one -one correspondence, number recognition, and turn-taking. Fine motor activities. 
Developing fine motor skills and strengthening little hands is an important part of kindergarten because it's a precursor to more formal printing activities. That's why I like to do lots of fun center style activities in the first term of kindergarten. Students love these activities. They're often with like little small parts, manipulatives that help them strengthen their hands, and often I integrate literacy, numeracy, and science outcomes as students develop their pincer grasp and increase hand strength. And I'll link a blog post to my favorite fine motor activities. So I hope you found these four suggestions helpful. If you're interested in learning more about the essentials of kindergarten and how to set yourself up for a great year ahead, whether you're a new kindergarten teacher or a kindergarten teacher who just needs some new ideas, please consider joining me on July 28th at 10 a.m. CDT for a two-hour webinar. If you're interested in finding out more, visit kgeducation.ca slash webinar. I hope all of our teacher friends and KG Education community have a wonderful summer break. You deserve it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You can find more information about today's topic in the show notes. If you know another educator who'd enjoy this podcast, please share it with them. And give us some feedback too. We'd appreciate your rating and review in the app you're using to listen to this. Keep growing, learning, and taking care of yourself. The world needs educators like you.